Happy Tuesday, hockey fans. Welcome to another episode of the Founding Four podcast. I am your co-host, Erica L. Ayala, and you will shortly hear from our other co-host, Angelica Rodriguez. This episode, we're bringing you part two of her conversation with Buffalo Buttes practice player and community coordinator, Amy Buddy. Now, if you missed part one, don't fret. You still have time to listen to that. Check the show notes or, of course, the Founding Four pod where Wherever you find your podcasts and you can listen to part one. I will also note that if you are a member of our Patreon posse, the entire unedited interview is up for our Patreon posse members. You can also find the link to join us. Patreon helps fund things like hosting our podcast on Transistor and some of the other things that it takes to run this podcast. We want to continue to grow the Patreon posse. We have Angelica on board. We have some other creators that are coming down the pipeline and this is a way of not only supporting them but also supporting everything from the the gear, the software, and hopefully also eventually some travel for our creators. But Amy Buddy and Angelica Rodriguez continue this part two of the conversation talking about why Buddy chose to go to Lake Forest College and play hockey there as opposed to the Division I route. She then talks about what it was like playing in Sweden in the SDHL and what the competition level was like, what it was like to be a Division Three athlete playing over there. So I think it's really amazing uh, an amazing conversation and an insightful conversation and Amy Buddy kind of jokes a little bit later in this conversation that people find it surprising that she's thoughtful and insightful if you listen to any part of this conversation you know that that is hardly the case but there is also a fun side to Amy Buddy the two Angelica and Amy of course talk about root beer preferences social media presence snacking while on the ice and a campaign to get Taylor Swift to a Buffalo Buttes game later this year. You're not gonna wanna miss this conversation, so without further ado, let me take you to part two of Amy Buddy in conversation with our very own Angelica Rodriguez. That's awesome. Um, as far as like your, play, your time in Sweden, what have you taken from that experience and brought here to North America? Yeah, so I think for me, Sweden was definitely a transitional time. Like I went at Lake Forest, I was very, very dedicated to hockey. I didn't drink in college. I was very focused. I did multiple workouts a day. I was like laser focused on I was going to win a national championship. Like that's why I had opportunities to go Division One. I. I wanted to play at Lake Forest because it was the best opportunity to win a national championship and I wanted to play for four years and I was going to do everything I could to do that and um, and so I went to Sweden and I was on a team that we weren't good we were like we were okay we were we made playoffs for the first time ever mm-hmm. my first year and then the second year was the second time ever and so mm-hmm. it was a much more like that wasn't what the vibe of the team was like it wasn't that and it was intense in a different way and it was definitely so much more because you're going I think I don't know the statistics but I know that there weren't very many division three players in that league and I know that um, I always kind of wondered like 
in the back of your head when you choose to go D3 over D1, it's kind of like, okay, but could I have gone D1? Like, could I have competed at that level? And I think going to Sweden and then being, you know, in the top five on your team in points both years, and it kind of solidified with me, like, okay, like, I made the right call going to Lake Forest, and I can still compete at a high level, and how awesome is that? And it just kind of gave me that confidence, and I think... I'm glad that I came to Buffalo and I did. I think my time in Sweden, I learned what I was going to learn and about being a teammate and player and person and living abroad and everything. And I'm really grateful for the experience. It was the best two years of my life. But I think, um, yeah, I'm really happy with the person that I am now today and getting to be a part of Buffalo. I'm really proud of it and happy to be here. So I definitely learned a lot and it's a great, I would recommend it to anyone out of college to go play abroad because it was literally the most fun I've ever had yeah ever yeah I was gonna say it's kind of like a mirror image the way you describe your team in Sweden and like how the beats were last yeah, season <laughs> not gonna lie um you know the vibes were always like super good yeah. but you know just the on ice product was kind of, yeah you know, exactly. struggling a little we bit we were just it was we always call it in Sweden like my teammates and I we'd say it was like a fake life because it was just like you had to practice at 6 a.m you'd go to practice then you'd go to lift and then you just had the whole day to like go to downtown Stockholm and walk yeah. around and hang out and like yeah it was just such a fun time like I have so many like crazy stories and fun memories about Sweden and none of them are hockey related (laughs) and I think that that was really important for me because like for so long I was so obsessed with just the activity of playing hockey like it had nothing to do with like team or like it was just so focused on like I need to score goals or I need to do this in hockey and I think Sweden was so good for me to learn like no it's way more important to be about the team and have a good energy and bring that and so then coming to Buffalo now and especially as a practice player I feel like I kind of bring both of those things back and I think that it's good a lot of the time that I'm pretty happy with it yeah for sure I think that the the work-life balance is like super important too you know like you said life isn't just hockey life is about a lot of the interactions you know and they can be interactions within hockey but not you know it's not just about the sport itself yeah exactly and it was cool like in Sweden for sure there were always teammates I think like I would say a majority of our teammates like everyone worked everybody no one was getting paid a lot on our team like everyone had another job and so it was just really cool to see like it's just and in school it's just so different and I just I'm really like there's some of my teammates in Sweden that I think would be awesome in the PHF and I think they would should definitely consider coming over and playing because I think they have every opportunity to and I think they'd be phenomenal and just like great hockey players but also having that work-life balance was a lot to learn from them absolutely um so transitioning to off ice um are you back living with uh lolo and yenna or no so this year it's uh just me yenna and jill okay yeah so we live together on we call it christine drive and yeah we love it it's, yeah. it's been really fun we have like a little airbnb over on like off sweet home road and it's really fun and yeah it's a good good energy we have my i have a projector so we play like Fortnite all day and it's really fun <laughs> i was gonna ask what's a household with those two like it seems like it could be a lot of fun yeah it's definitely fun we we're all three of us are pretty um pretty wild i think and um <laughs> weird individuals and so I think we flow really well together because none of it we have we all have like we're all very easygoing but we're all very also like open and kind of wild and funny and goofy so I think it works really well it's really fun like oh I think every day I'm laughing like the whole day which is fun and then I have to go down in the hallway and work in my room and then I'm sad for a few hours and then I come back and we're laughing and playing Fortnite and 
hanging out and then we go to the rink so yeah. it's definitely a great energy and vibes up yeah. in the house that's awesome and uh you mentioned uh, soccer what kind of started that love affair yeah so when i was in sweden i lived with a british player and she we lived together for one year but then we lived really close together the second year and so we hung out like every single day and she's British so she loves Premier League and soccer and we watched and I was very against it because I feel like most Americans are very against soccer anyway and we were she was like okay let's just watch this all or nothing documentary on Amazon Prime about Manchester City and I just like they film in the locker room and all these things and have the coach he's like giving these speeches about like teamwork and playing and all this stuff and it was just so it was just opening my eyes to a whole new thing I was just it it was incredible and he's so inspiring and he's such an amazing tactician but also he knows how to get the best out of his players and I think you know and and every single person I think player coach managers everything can learn from the best in the world in any sport and I think there's so much crossover and it just kind of we started watching those games and I just loved it and I loved the way he like coaches his team and everything I just think it's so interesting and it's cool to learn I think it was also kind of like a mental break because I've just been like I was so into hockey for so long that it was nice to kind of learn a new sport that I know nothing about and like watch it I just find it so interesting because I can't do it and I just like love watching it we're in the NHL I get kind of like I love watching the NHL too but it's just different because I'm kind of like nitpicking little things players are doing or I'm like oh that's a bad pass where in soccer I just get to enjoy the product because I just like it and I think that that's kind of why I like it so much yeah yeah, it's it's so funny you say that. Like, there's a huge soccer community here in Buffalo too. There's like a I know so many people who are just like so into soccer. Really? There's actually on Hurdle Avenue in North Buffalo there is a bar MSK. Okay. And they do they have soccer watch really? parties and stuff like that. So that's sweet. I was up at seven a.m. this morning watching Manchester City play. <laughs> I would definitely check yeah. it out if if you like soccer. They're big on soccer there. Wow, very cool. Um, yeah. So um, you know. It's really interesting too because I, 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 that's kind of why I got into women's basketball too. Yeah. WNBA, like I've watched hockey. I've never played hockey, but I've watched it since I was 13, 14 years yeah. old. So like that's more than half my life right yeah. now that I've like been plugged into hockey. Yeah. So like seeing another game and learning, like there's a, plenty of crossover yeah. there too when it comes to you know basketball yeah. and uh, just seeing the, the different. Um, aspects of the sport, the similarities and differences, the parallels, all of that is just like super interesting. It does kind of like, it gives your brain a different type of workout, yeah. you know, because it's like you're seeing something completely different, yeah. but there's still yeah. those kind of through lines. And I think it makes you like almost a better hockey player. Like I definitely see the game a lot slower now in like a good way. Like I can, yeah. I see the ice a lot more now just because I am like, oh, here's what I'm looking for and here's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. And like, I just think it's such an amazing, it's so cool. And I know my mom, so my mom was a, I don't even know what how many I think three sport all-american in college at Hamlin University in Minnesota and she like and she was basketball was one of them so she and she coached me my whole entire life until high school and so she was always talking about like that you should have played basketball because it would have made you such a better hockey player like there's so many similarities and I always like mom get out of here like (laughs) I don't want to I'm not playing basketball but and it's true now that I'm like learning like when I've gotten really into soccer I'm like there's so much similarities in every sport and I think that's really cool there's a 
coach in, uh, he used to coach at Chelsea, he just got fired, his name is Thomas Tuchel, and he actually would bring basketball or NBA like opportunities and coaching styles and tactics into how he was teaching Chelsea and how he wanted to play, and I think that that's something that's really cool that he was doing, and yeah, I just thought that was a really interesting fact, I was like, oh cool, like even the best coaches in the world who are making literally millions of dollars a game are watching other sports and learning from it and like educating themselves all the time and I think that that's something that's really cool yeah that's awesome hey there hockey fans thanks for listening to this episode of the founding four podcast again you're listening to a conversation between co-host Angelica Rodriguez and Buffalo Buttes player and community coordinator Amy Buddy. Now, this is part two of this conversation. So if you missed part one, about part two, we have the show notes for you where you can find part two. Also, I want to remind you that the Founding Ford podcast is the flagship show of the newly created Black Rosie Media. We're six months in and the new tag for Founding Ford Pod is that Angelica Rodriguez and myself, Erica L. Ayala, we are two Latinas with spicy hockey takes. And the overall mission of Black Rosie Media is to empower black women and melanated people in sports media. So by listening to the Founding Four Pod, you are supporting that mission. We thank you so much. So be sure to share this and you can become a member of the Black Rosie Media Patreon posse where you'll get interviews like this unedited and earlier than the public. Um, so just a note and uh, Thank you again for your support of the Founding Four podcast. Here's the rest of the interview and conversation between Angelica Rodriguez and Amy Buddy. You're not going to want to miss the social media campaign that Amy Buddy has going on to get the one and only Taylor Swift to a Buffalo Buttes hockey game. Let's talk about your social media presence because yeah. that's... That's something that everybody seems to kind of love about yeah. you, is that you have this, like, really, really, like, out there wit, on, on, on Twitter especially. Sure, sure. Um, so, as far as that goes, um, you know, what what kind of brought that on? Like, you know, are you, is it just kind of another outlet for you, or? I don't know. I think I just... I've always got weird stuff in my head. Like, I'm just a pretty... I've always said that, like, I'm just weird. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm the first to know, to say I'm weird. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. And I think that I just... Sometimes there's just things that pop in my head. I'm like, oh, I think I should tweet that. Like, that'd be funny. Like, people need to see this. And I have, like, a notes page in my phone that from literally high school. And it's, like, a mile long, I think. And it's just random things that come into my head and that's not I don't tweet those things but like it's just I've always just been odd and I think something that I know people have said about me in the past is like I think I make people especially like on teams and stuff like I am pretty good at getting people to come out of their shells and because I'm so strange I think that I make people feel comfortable to be um, less because there won't be as strange as I am and (laughs) like if we're at a dance club or anything like that like I'll go in there dead sober and I'll start a dance circle like I have no qualms about doing things like that and so I think I just I don't know I've just always loved it and I just am trying to be genuine in who I am and that's 
you know, that's kind of where it comes from for sure. Yeah. Well, I think it's definitely helped you kind of connect with the fans as well. Um, And uh, speaking of fans, we do have some fan questions. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, So first one's from Dee. She asks, what's on the buddy bucket list for the season, a.k.a. things you want to achieve this year? Achieve? Okay, so um, I think I would like to... I don't know. That's a great question. I think it's hard to come up with goals because you never really know, like, day-to-day, especially as a practice player. Like, you never know if you have to go in or something like that. But I think something for me that was, I guess, a goal was I wanted to make sure to make an impact whatever I got in exhibition games. And I feel like I did that. I got an assist on one of the two goals only that was scored. So I think um, I definitely, like, accomplished that goal at least. And I think... um, for me, I don't really have anything tangible, but I just want to make sure that whatever impact I'm able to have on the team, it's a positive one, and that I help my teammates and, you know, we have some fun doing it. But right now, my goal is actually coming up. I'm going to have, like, a 30-day countdown to our outdoor game where we're going to be inviting Taylor Swift to come to our outdoor game for 30 days in a row. And so that's a goal, I guess you could say, for the year. It's, uh, Taylor Swift to come to our outdoor game on December 16th at 7 p.m. at Buffalo Riverworks. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll 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 try to I'll try to, to yeah, pump that. I'm yeah, not a I'm not a Swifty myself, but I know that plenty of people on the team are, so I understand. Um, we've got a couple of questions from the twins, um, and uh, Eric wants to know what root beer is your number one favorite. Yeah, so there's a little root beer place by my house in Minnesota, in Taylor's Falls, Minnesota, called the Drive-In, and they make homemade root beer. So that's definitely my favorite. We go like probably once a month or more during the summer when it's open and I yeah that's my favorite for sure I Yum. love it yeah uh, any commercial beers that you uh, like root a- beers A&W A&W yeah I like A&W see I'm a Stewart's girl myself really but, yeah I mean then again it's it's New York State yeah so, you know I've never really had it so yeah. I'm more of an A&W I think oh what happened to my okay um and then Nick wanted to know has there been any culture shock living in western New York No, I don't think so. I feel like I went, so I lived in Minnesota like my whole life, and then I decided to go to Chicago, and that was fun, and then I went to Sweden, and then New York, so I don't don't think so. I would say, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's pretty similar to Chicago and Minnesota. Yeah. Even Sweden wasn't that different either, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Buffalo's kind of like a small town in cities clothing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, for sure. Um, Connor Beaupre wanted to know uh, if anybody else on the Buttes could go five on five, five for five on the Sniper's Edge shooting tarp like uh, you can. <laughs> oh yeah, I think. Um, Maybe Bucky. Bucky. Bucky probably could for yeah. sure. Yeah. And probably Emma Newton if she went on her backhand, though. Not her forehand. Yeah, Emma Newton's backhand is It's dirty. Sick. <laughs> it's so sick. Like, I watch her, and I'm just like... <laughs> amazing. Um, who was, like, a, like, the biggest prankster on the team? Other than you. I. That's a great question. <laughs> I think... Honestly, I think Cass Mack, she's subtle, but she's an assassin out there. I think people sleep on her because she's not very vocal, but she's a troublemaker. (laughs) People don't talk about it, but she's out there. She's stirring the pot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who's the kind of the biggest trooper on the ice? On the ice, Yenna. Yenna? Yenna, yeah. She's always fired up. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, she's firing people up all the time. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah. Who do you, like, hate going up against? Yeah, Yana. Yana? 
<laughs> Yana's just such a firecracker, yeah. and she's always going like 110, percent and I like love it. And I literally like she's such a good battler. Like she, I don't think she's ever lost a battle. Like, and if she's lost a battle, like she's taking a part of you with her. Like she's not. Like she's just so she has so much heart. And I wish that like if I'm ever a coach or I'm ever on a team, like I hope to have a team that has half as much heart as Yenna has. Like, she's just the best teammate and just has so much effort to give every single day. And it's amazing. And I just, yeah, she's horrible to go against in a battle. <laughs> um, is there anybody on the team that kind of matches your energy in terms of weirdness, you'd say? I think that everyone is as weird. They're just more secretive about it. Um, but I think Healy, Healy is a weirdo. Yeah, and I yeah, I think that again, people don't think about it, but it's Healy's weird. Oh no, she's hilarious. Yeah, she. There is some stuff that when her girlfriend was here. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I was like looking at her during practice. I'm like, she's so weird. Yes. But it's so funny. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> I love Heels, but yeah, she definitely is a weirdo as well. Yeah. Um. Anybody have any hidden talents? That's a good question. Um. Oh. Um, Whitney Dove is a great dancer, like yeah. the best dancer I've ever seen. I think, like she's phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely out there, just shaking it, <laughs> and I respect it. Um, who is like, who would you consider this like the social media queen on the team? Oh, Emma Newton. Emma Newton. Emma really? Newton. Yeah, she's a she's an influencer. She's got like what forty thousand followers or something. She's famous. Damn. Okay. 14, I think it's fourteen. I don't think it's forty, but it's so it's so cool. <laughs> that is that is awesome. Yeah. Um. And then uh, I I noticed um a tweet that you said that you were very passionate about soups, except for the soups you don't like. What soups do you not like? Oh gosh. Well, so I'm pretty. I have a pretty big aversion towards any vegetable. Um, so I really hate broccoli. I really dislike uh, tomato. So anything like a tomato-based broth is just no thanks. Um, yeah, broccoli cheddar, no, absolutely not. I hate broccoli. I it's the texture. I think I'm. Yeah, I hate. Textures is a big thing for me for food. So like most vegetables, I hate the texture yeah. and I won't eat them. Are you, so. Do you consider yourself a picky eater? Yeah. 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 Like I eat like um, chicken, fast food, candy. It's really revered. <laughs> That's really my diet. So I love it. Is anybody else a picky eater on the team? Yeah, gel. 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 So gel and I are pretty similar in our eating habits. And then Yana is like. Literally, Jell and I are like, oh, we're gonna go get McDonald's for dinner, and then Jell, or and then Yana's cooking like broccoli and ground beef, and that's it, <laughs> and cauliflower or something, and we're like shrugging down McDonald's, and she's eating broccoli. And we're like, oops. But I was gonna say, I've only ever seen Jell eat pretzel wraps and pretzel wraps and maybe like a ferrola. Yeah, and then she has a we have a stock of Jolly Ranchers and Starburst as well that she always has in her. She keeps them in her glove. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> does she? Does she guys like? Does she feed them to teammates throughout the um, or was it just a her? certain few? Like yeah. all get them, but not everybody because it's like a secret. No, secret. Yeah. No, it's a secret. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> um. All right. So last. Um. You know what is kind of something that. What would you like people to know about you, just in general? Oh gosh, I have no what idea. Else? I think I'm a pretty open book. Like, yeah. um, I think I don't know. I've, that's a hard one. I'd say um, people to know about me. I think it's 
that. Yeah, come on, Park. I don't know. That's a hard one. I don't think I can answer that. No? I yeah, I think I'm an open book. Like, yeah. I think I want people to know anything they want to know about me. Yeah. I don't know. Ask me anything. What might people not know after the, you know, even with this conversation? Um, maybe that I think I'm, sometimes I think I'm more serious of a thinker than I let on. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a good one. That mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a lot more philosophical than people think I am. Yeah. And I think that's happened to me a few times. Like, I've had coaches in the past, like... I remember when I was in Sweden, I had a coach, and they had a meeting at the end of the year, and I didn't really, I've never really been a big, like, I've never gone into a coach's office, like, on my own or anything like that, so it's not my um, thing, really, but at the end of the year, we had, like, mandatory meetings one-on-one, and I spoke about, like, our practice plans and talked about, you know, the season overall, and she was like, I had no idea you were as smart as you are, and I was like, oh, okay, but I think... I don't know. I feel like sometimes people like think because I'm goofy and funny and I like to be really positive and happy that um, I think it gets mistaken for like naivety sometimes. Yeah. Naivety sometimes, and I think that um, yeah, I think I know a lot more that's going on and I can yeah than maybe yeah. For sure. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Um, because you seem to identify a lot with like older celebrities such as Betty White. And Dame Maggie Smith and Judy Dench and the Queen. Do you and the Queen? Do you consider yourself kind of an older soul? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'd say my like my person in life, like my best friend, was my grandma. She passed away a few years ago now, but she was always my my best friend. I was with her from I was I think every week I was with her at least four days a week. Like I was, we were inseparable. We were best friends, and so I think I've always just gotten along with elderly people. And so I'd say. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd say probably I'm an old soul. Like, yeah. I like soup, and I'm, <laughs> I like puzzling and everything. So I would say so, but I definitely just, I always enjoyed speaking with yeah. elderly people, too, and volunteering there and everything that way. So yeah. definitely I, stems from that. No, yeah, I mean, winter's coming up, so soup and puzzles sounds yeah. like right up my alley. Yeah, it's, um, it's wonderful. I'm and I, lady, yeah, so I, it's fine. Yeah, we were really close <laughs> to my grandma and grandpa, and so Aww. I think we always just spent so much time with them and, I was literally inseparable with my grandma, so yeah, it was definitely that. Oh, all right. Last, last thing. Back to the Buttes. Where do you see them landing this season? Um, I think that we will achieve whatever we are meant to achieve. Okay. <laughs> That's a very, very diplomatic answer. Yes. And I appreciate yes. it. I think we can be great, and I think we could. It just is a matter of a lot of different things need to come together and I think it'll happen but I think that it's really hard to make the top four and playoffs and so I think that that's something that it's a real that's a lofty goal to improve that much from where we were last year to this year and I think we have a lot of adversity already with you know goaltending and injuries and things already facing against us but I think anything's possible but it's kind of crazy because that getting that top four, it means every single game matters and every single point matters. And you need to win the games of the teams that aren't going to be in the top four. And it's a lofty thing to do, and it's going to be tough. And, like, you're going to have to get points from every single team that you play against every weekend, at least a few. And yeah. 
that's difficult. And I think we can do it, absolutely. I have, like, I just, every day we see him at practice, like, we can do amazing things. Like, we have so much talent. And it's just a matter of how can we get that talent to work together and kind of mesh well. And, you know, it's a hard job, but I think we're working on it. As, I think everyone is putting as much effort and as much as they're capable of doing together. So hopefully it works out. And once again, thank you for listening to this conversation between Angelica Rodriguez, my co-host here at the Founding Four podcast, and Buffalo Buttes player and community coordinator, Amy Buddy. I mean, between the snacks, hidden in the gloves, uh, favorite root beers, I myself am a Stewart's fan as well. Maybe that's because I'm from New York. Also like Barks. I think Barks deserves uh, a little bit of play. Anyway, let us know what's your favorite root beer. And of course, be on the lookout for that campaign to get Taylor Swift to a Buffalo Buttes game. Uh, Coming up on the Founding Four podcast, we're going to continue to, throughout the season, have interviews like this with Amy Buddy, but also we're going to have our watch parties on playback. And joining us for Saturday, the Metropolitan Riveters at Montreal is the one and only Anya Packer. She's going to join us on playback for a little bit while she's watching her wife, Madison Packer, and the Riveters take on the newest kids on the block, the Montreal Force. So you're not going to want to miss that. Now, Playback TV, you can watch live with us. You set up a free account. And then we can watch in real time all together ESPN+. Plus. All you need to do is use your cable subscription or your streaming credentials, log in, and you have a free playback account and you can access the live chat with us. You can access video and audio, not only of the game, but of us on the stage. But don't worry, if you don't have access to ESPN+, Plus or you don't feel comfortable using that, you can still log in on playback. You won't be able to see the game live with us, but you should be able to hear us and engage engage with us on the chat. So you're not going to want to miss that. We're having a, a watch party on Saturday and on Sunday. Anya Packer joining us on Saturday. I will also be there. And then Angelica Rodriguez will hold it down on Sunday. We will be looking in on the Toronto Six at Boston Pride. That's going to be a good one. And Angelica and I on Twitter Spaces on Sunday said that likely is the series to watch. But who, hey, who knows? We could be wrong. But we know a la Taylor Swift, that there's a lot of bad blood between those two franchises. So we'll have to see what happens. Join us on playback. And then, of course, we will head to Twitter Spaces roughly 15 minutes after the last game on Sunday. Actually, both games are at the same time. So roughly 15 to 20 minutes after the game. And Angelica and I will give you our thoughts on the overall weekend in the Premier Hockey Federation. For Angelica Rodriguez and our special guest, Amy Buddy, on this part two of the Founding Four podcast. My name is Erica L. Ayala. Thank you so much for listening to the Founding Four, a Black Rosie media podcast. And of course, if you are traveling during this holiday season, we wish you safe travels. We are thankful to you and the greater women's hockey community. We truly are a family and there's so many talented people. So we hope you not only support us, but you support them as well. Until uh, maybe we'll see you on playback or on Twitter spaces or until next week. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Founding Four podcast. Peace.